Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back into Sports Talk Saturday here, WGR Sports Radio 550. Brayton Wilson filling in for Nate Geary this weekend. He is away out of town, so I'm here filling in, talking some hockey with you here as the Sabres offseason continues and a busy offseason it is likely going to be. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a little bit next year with our next guest. He is Sportsnet Hockey Insider Elliot Freeman. You hear him every week on the Instigators, and this week he's kind enough to join me here on Sports Talk Saturday. Elliot, again, thank you for taking the time this afternoon to join me here and welcome into the show. My pleasure, Brayden. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. It's a Saturday. It's 4th of July weekend. Happy belated uh, Canada Day to you as well up north there. Thanks very much and right back at you. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, you're in Montreal. You took in the uh, the Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final last night. Mind you, Montreal, fit, Montreal now faces a 3 nothing deficit, but what was it like for you just being able to be back in a building again for the first time in months since the COVID-19 pandemic? It was awesome. It really was. You know, you it's like the old line, you realize how much you love something when you miss it or you're away from it. And uh I, I certainly did. It was it was a real energetic feeling going into the building last night and even though Tampa, you know, kind of uh kicked the crap out of that mood with two goals in the first three and a half minutes, it was awesome to see the introductions. It was awesome to be a part of it and uh even though it might be the last game of the season, I'm looking forward to going on Monday night. Yeah, and I was going to ask that next with Montreal. Just, is there any possible way they can pull off the impossible down 3 nothing? I know all the odds are against them, but do they have anything left in the tank, or do you feel that they're done? Is this going to be over You know, either Monday night or Wednesday night? How do you feel this is going to play out for the rest of the series? Well, you, you've seen Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> right? Million. You know, I mean, you always you always keep the door ajar in case something happens. But Tampa's a machine, man. They they are so good, and they'll play you any way you want to play, and they determine you know what you're good at, and they take it away from you. They they are uh, they are so so good, so so talented, and so so machine like. 
it's an enormous challenge. And I know I'm not exactly a genius to say that. <laughs> right. Uh, so when you're looking at Tampa Bay, I mean, they've had a number of impressive performances throughout these playoffs. But really, who's who's likely to come away as the Con Smythe winner? You could look at Kucherov, who's leading the team in scoring, who leads the NHL in playoff scoring. Braden Point, who scored 14 goals and had that incredible goal-scoring streak. Then you have Andre Vasilevsky, who, you know, maybe despite yesterday giving up three goals that maybe he'd like back, he still put up one of the more impressive goaltending performances of the of the playoffs, maybe in the last 10, 12 years. So who in your mind is coming out of this as the MVP of the playoffs? Well, I think that, first of all, you know, I was thinking about win or lose, could it be Price for Montreal? But I, I just think, unfortunately for him, the way the final's gone, I don't think Price can win it, barring you know the momentous comeback of all comebacks. I I, I really feel it's one of three lightning players. It's it's Vasilevsky, it's Kucherov, or it's Point. Um, you know we have to submit the ballot uh, with 10 minutes left in the third period of the game on Monday, regardless of uh, how things stand. Um, I'm going to spend the next 48 hours thinking about it. <laughs> My lean is Kucherov, but I can be talked out of it. You know that's for sure. Um, I just have to think about what I want to do, but I think it's one of those three guys. Very good. Elliot Friedman from Sportsnet joining us here on the West Her Hotline. He's in Montreal taking in Game 3 and 4 of the Stanley Cup Final. Game 4 comes your way Monday night at the Bell Center. You can hear that live on WGR with coverage beginning at 7.30, face-off at 8 o'clock. So earlier this week, Elliot, obviously you've been connected with the Sabres. You've been dialed in on what's going on this offseason. They officially made Don Granato the head coach of the Sabres on Tuesday. They introduced him on Thursday. Uh, did you feel that Don Granato was the clear-cut number one choice from the start, or you know how close were they to taking somebody else as head coach? You know, I, I don't know if I would say clear-cut, but I always felt he was the favorite. You know, I, I really believed that somebody was going to have to come in and kind of knock their socks off to you know to to beat Granato. I think the other thing too was the Sabers had a budget for this hire, and I'm always you know, Brayden, I'm always really careful with this because. I don't like how sometimes that gets weaponized against people. Like, oh, well, they're the cheap person that they're hiring. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there are times that you spend, you know, two million on a coach, and there are times that you don't. And I think the Sabers were at one of those places where they were saying to themselves, "This is not the time for that." And so, while I think there were obviously some conversations with people like, you know, Rick Tockett. I don't think they were ready to go into the, the budget area where Rick Tockett was going to be. So I think it was a combination of two things. Who was the right fit? And they already knew that Granada was a really good fit. And, and also, B, you know, what they were looking at in terms of spending on a coach at this time. And I think a guy like Granada was much more close to that spot than a guy like Tockett would be. So I, I'm not surprised it worked out that this way. Um, you know, I, I don't know who they else they seriously, seriously considered. I know they talked to a few people, but I, I really believe that the process was going, that it, the most likely option was that Granada was going to be the guy. 
Elliot Friedman from Sportsnet joining us here on the Wester Hotline here on WGR. So Granado comes in. He's now the full-time head coach of the team. He had Matt Ellis and Dan Girardi as part of his uh, coaching staff on an interim basis when he took over. Are you? What are you hearing about the possibility of those gentlemen being back in their same roles as the season starts later on in October? Do you think that both of them will be back? Do you think one of them will be back? Or who are some maybe some interesting names that could intrigue the Sabers in terms of assistance on on Don Granado's staff? Well, somebody had told me they thought that Ellis would be staying, but I don't know if that's true. Um, you know, I got a lot of time for Matt Ellis, so I think he'd be perfect. You know, one of the things that normally happens in these kinds of decisions, Brayton, is that the, the head coach gets to pick one assistant and the team gets to pick one assistant. Now, I'm not sure if Buffalo will be following that same formula, but I know that a few teams in the league where it kind of works that way. So I'm sure they're working through it, and I'm sure that was part of the discussions. You know, I don't have any means for you at this point in time, to be honest. I, I haven't looked at it a ton. The one name I had heard was Ellis's, but I'd be lying to you if I said with any certainty I had some good ideas for you on this one. Fair enough. All right. Uh, One of the other main interesting talking points, I know that Andrew and Craig on the Instigators have asked you plenty about this, and I'm sure you'll get asked plenty more about this later on, is the latest on the Jack Eichel front. How close are we potentially from for a decision to come, whether it's regarding his uh, treatment plan for his herniated disc in his neck? There was the report, uh, I believe, the other day regarding uh, there's close to a resolution on that front. Is that resolution a trade, or is it more of determining whether surgery or more waiting it out? What, what's, what's the latest that you're hearing on Jack Eichel's front? Well, I still believe, like, I still believe that um, the resolution will end in a trade. I, I mean, I could always be wrong, but I still think that that's the way it's going to be. Um, I know that statement came out uh, this week, um, but I, I know when I, when I looked into it about a week and a half, two weeks ago, I kind of got a similar version of the same comment. So what I think has really happened here, Brayden, is that the, the, both Eichel and the Sabres are trying to tone down the the – the, the heat around it and the information. And, you know, obviously there'd been a lot that had gotten out on Eichel. There was a lot about how they disagreed on things. And there was a lot about, you know, him getting traded and things like that. And I think both agent, player, and team realized it wasn't helping anyone for this to be so front and center in public. So I think they really worked on dialing down the rhetoric, and they have done that. Um, you know, there's not a lot of talk out there about it. I just think that the, the, there's two issues I think that we're dealing with here. Number one is, you know, the longer this goes before Eichel gets whatever he needs to get done, th- you know, the, the more it's a concern that he'll be ready for the start of next year. And I, I think that's why people are trying to speed to a resolution because it doesn't really benefit anyone if, you know, his, if his situation is in jeopardy. Um, for starting next year. Like, that doesn't help the Sabres to trade him or keep him, and that doesn't help the acquiring team. It's, it's a problem. I think the other thing, too, is I just believe the Sabres have asked for a ton. Um, you know, they're, you know when, when teams ask about Eichel, um, you know, the, the word has been that Buffalo's asking for an awful lot. At this point in time, you know, teams are not willing to do that. And I don't think that's changed a ton. You know, it's one of those things that can change with one phone call. But I think some teams have told the Sabres, 
you know, we don't think what you're asking for is something we're willing to do. And I think there's been a few cases of that. And that's the poker game, right? That's that's what this is all about, is, is playing poker and who's got the good hand and who's bluffing. And I think all these teams are doing it right now. I think, you know, I, I still think Anaheim's around there. Um, you know, I think Calgary's been around there. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I think, I think obviously the Rangers, I mean, the Rangers to me are the most interesting one. I still don't think Buffalo wants to send them there, but, you know, they can certainly do it. And I'm sure there's teams out there that I'm not mentioning or haven't figured out yet, but, um, I have all, I have always believed, I think I've said it on these shows many times. I look at Anaheim and, and I see a team that really has reason to do it. And, but I think the ask has been really, really high. And to their, to this point, last time I checked earlier in the week, Anaheim was not willing to do what Buffalo wanted. And, you know, now we're at the poker table and we see where it works out. Do you think there's any specific timeline that maybe a, a, dra- a trade for Eichel has to be done? And maybe not has to be done, but would like to be done by the Sabres? Because you got the expansion draft coming up, then you got the draft, and maybe the idea of acquiring another high pick that seems like it's a favorable idea for the Sabres. But do you think that a trade is coming sooner rather than later? Or are they willing to kind of wait this whole thing out until the right deal comes along for them to pull the trigger? Well, I think you're always looking at the right deal, but you know the challenge with this one is whatever teams feel the recovery has to be for his injury, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I do think if you're if you've got a situation where um, if you've got a situation where you know a team's trying to acquire him, and all of a sudden they're being told no, like he's not going to be ready to play next season. I think that's going to be a problem. So I, I do think, I really do think that they want to do it sooner rather than later. And I think the other teams would like to do it sooner rather than later, but it takes two to tango. Right. Uh, so not just with Eichel, but I mean, with guys like Rasmus Ristolainen or even Sam Reinhardt, are there any other teams that have stepped up to the table calling Kevin Adams, you know, asking them or anything new that's developed on those fronts there? Um. I, like, I think Anaheim is a possibility for either Reinhardt or Eichel, um, you know, for example. I, you know, we've talked a lot about Columbus, and, and I do think they're around on this. Like, I, I think there's there's definite interest, interest in these guys. Um, I don't know if there's any new teams or new situations right now, but I, I know there's a lot of interest in these guys. Ristolainen's not a name I've heard as much. Um, but, uh, again, I think, you know, defensemen, teams want them. And, you know, with these two teams in the Stanley Cup final, I mean, Tampa is playing six unbelievable defensemen, and Montreal's, you know, top four guys have kind of carried them here in a lot of ways. Like, teams want D. And, um, I, I, look, I don't hear his name as much, but I know the position he plays is, is very valuable. What do you think about the the situation for the Sabres going forward with goaltending? Because there's so many questions regarding that spot. They only have one goaltender under contract really heading into next year, and that's Uko Pekalukkanen, and he's likely going to start out next year in the American Hockey League. Uh, and they also have Dustin Tokarski, but again, he's an AHL type of goaltender who who performed admirably with the Sabres when he had to fill in when he did, but 
with Linus Allmark likely testing the market here, do they have they maybe looked out to other teams, potentially Columbus, for like an Elvis Mears-Lickens in order to kind of fill that I void? I definitely think Columbus and uh, Buffalo, for lack of a better term, have been kind of flirting for a while now. And uh, like I think one of the questions about Columbus is which way – are they going to go here? Hmm. Are they going to go rebuild or are they going to go retool? Do they do they tear it right down or do they say, no, we want some guys who can help us right away? I I think that's going to be the interesting question there. Um, but, you know, they, they have definitely looked at Columbus's goalies. They have absolutely been checking that out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, talking Freddie Anderson who's uh, unrestricted uh, for, with Toronto. That's another guy that wouldn't surprise me if they'd be looking at. Um, you know, there's, there's a few goalies out there, and, there's, and I, I do think you're going to be looking at, and I'm not sure if it's trade for you guys or free agency, um, because you're probably going to want a short-term marriage. As you mentioned, you've got a good prospect there, and you're not going to want to block his way. I know the Sabres have really high hopes for him. Very good. Last thing I have for you, Elliot, here, we're now officially two weeks away from teams having to submit their protection list for the NHL draft. How are teams, maybe even the Sabres, trying to approach this year's expansion draft compared to maybe last year or the years in the past with, with Vegas? I know that you know Vegas really came away looking like the better team with many of these teams and deals that they made and players they acquired from other teams in the expansion draft. How are things a little different this time around with Seattle? Well, I think that the people are trying to be more wary. I, 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 I definitely think all these teams are like looking at the mistakes that were made and saying, we're not doing that again. However, um, one of the things that I've one of the things that I've heard is that, and, and I think one of the things I've heard is that they're asking for a lot to protect you. Like if you need to make a deal, a side deal with them, it's going to be expensive. But the one thing that's absolutely happened is that the cap being flat has really trapped these teams. And they're probably leaning towards more with Seattle than they wanted to or hoped to. And that's kind of one of the problems here is that the cap has said, all right, you've got to deal with these guys a little bit. And um, I just heard, like, one one GM joke with me. It's like extortion. And I'm sure it's not really that bad, but it does feel like it. You, you, you use your leverage when you have it. Very good. Well, Elliot, I, I definitely appreciate the time for you taking, you know, out of your busy schedule to join me here uh, from Montreal. Enjoy the rest of the Stanley Cup final, however long it may last. But um, we'll hear from you again when you speak with the instigators next. All right, Braden. Take care, man. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.